Here's a space, a space so powerful it allows an ordinary fan to share a chair with the owner of a team, a platform where supporters understand the intricate details of players' rights, a setting that bridges the gap between the dressing room and the grandstand, a space where tactics meet opinion, transfer news meet gossip, and the VAR system meets social media, a space for the football tribe. Le Coco. La space. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, um, we are about to go live on air, and I'll be having a chat with Coach Shakes. He is available on the other line, and I'll be having a chat with. Uh, uh, domain favor from Soka Laduma, a staunch journalist. He needs no introduction. And yeah, like I've also indicated, uh, former Bafana Bafana coach, a man that does not need any introduction as well, um, a man that speaks his mind. I mean, a man that has changed the landscape of Bafana Bafana and was bold enough to make brave decisions, a man that believed in local talent, and a man that has given players that were inverted commas not favored the chance and they produce the results i'd like to welcome you all domain welcome and uh, let's let's about about to have this conversation folks thanks so much for having me greetings to coach shakes and also greeting to all of the listeners that are that are on in the space so it's, it's an honor and a privilege for me to be here with you guys it is a privilege um let me take a moment and also greet coach shakes and welcome him to to the conversation good evening coach uh, good evening, Kay. How are you? I'm all right, Coach. I'm, I'm looking forward to having a conversation with you. It's been a while. <laughs> it's quite some time, eh? It's quite yes. some time. It is. I, uh, was also the, I was also surprised to hear you saying, hey, we requested something <laughs> with you. <laughs> we, we, you, you're one of the football brains in the country, and there's no way that... We can have um, serious conversations without always going back to to tap in and say the man that has done it, this is the one that has the map, and you've taken us to the Afcon. So that's why I have to call you and say this is the gentleman to ask if we are ready or not. Yep. No, thanks Anna, for that. I appreciate it very much. Eh? Ah, all right. Let's hope that uh, this interview will help. De- definitely um domain let's let's let me start with you and and for the sake of the listeners that are in here um bafana bafana they're on a winning streak um they've they've been playing matches but it seems like a lot of people are not having a buy-in supporters are not going to the stadium um where do you think the problem is what's the general consensus folks i think that there is a concern and why I say that is because, yes, they have been winning, but as the saying goes, one swallow doesn't make a summer. So one winning streak doesn't change years of disappointment that the country has faced. So naturally, because there has been disappointment in the past, Cox, a lot of the supporters' faith has been misplaced. A lot of the trust in the national team has been lost. And now it's a mission to kind of regain that, to reclaim it, 
there have been glimpses so far that all hope is not lost. Can yeah, you hear me? I lost you there. I lost you there a bit, but you back. Yeah, carry on. No, I'm saying that all is not lost. There are glimpses that there is hope, especially with the fans. I mean, they came out against Morocco. That was the one game where we really saw the fans turn up in numbers for Bafana Bafana. And the results obviously paid back the faith shown by the fans. So with the fans, I get I get the feeling that it's a it's a case of faggy performance with Zorwana. So they, they really need to start performing consistently, which they have been. But also they need to start performing when it matters most. So far, so good. Nine games unbeaten, Cox, six wins, three draws. It's not bad if 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 if, if I was a Bafana supporter, I'd, I'd be optimistic. But now also, we need to win when it matters most. And that is the one thing that I think the fans are yet to be sold on. Say, so yes, you can beat Congo. Um, you can play a draw against Namibia. You can beat Morocco in what seems to be a dead rubber. But do it when it matters most. Get to the AFCON quarterfinals. Get to the semifinals at least. You know, so I think I think the jury is still out. But so far, so good. Those inside of Bafana, in the technical team, part of the players, are really buying into what Coach Bruce is doing. You can feel that there's a there's a sense of unity amongst the team. And once once there's that, you, you, you get a good feeling. Even as a journalist, as a supporter, you get a good feeling from the outside because it seems like there's something good happening on the inside. Mm. You know, let me bring in Coach. Um, coach, Dalmain is mentioning something important, which he's talking about the opponents. Um, he's, he's mentioned Morocco and the supporters pulling through when we we're playing Morocco. I think back of the team that you coached and I think of the time that you confidently beat Ivory Coast um, away at that. In our approach to try and rebuild um, the confidence from the team, would you then say, should we go and gun for the big boys and hope for these losses or, or hope we win? Or should we go for the minnows, the, you know, the teams that are around us and try and build that confidence by beating the likes of Buswaziland and all that? Thank you uh, for listening to all what has been said. Yeah. One, if we talk about the uh, fans having lost interest in our Bafana Bafana, the biggest reason is the results. Eh? They are not coming as people would have expected. That. Mm-hmm. Now, who is the kind of players that we're having in the national team? Mind you, national team, it's not a, a, a level where you're trying players, you're bringing players that are coming to play. Mm-hmm. Number three is the question of selling the team to our fans. You know, I want to make a quick example here. I know I might divert. If we look at Amapoko Boko now, mm-hmm. each and every corner you turn, you see Amaboko Boko pizza. That mm. does not take that very light, eh? Mm. We, we've got to make our, our fans, our followers, feel part and parcel of the team. They must feel like they own the team, you know? Mm. They must be proud to wear the, those colors, which is one other thing. If you look at uh, uh, football in countries worldwide, it is like when a team is going to play, 
the fans are informed what color to wear. Mm. And paint that stadium more or less the same as the team. With us, you you find four or five people wearing, wearing South African colors, but the rest there, you don't know whether they are fans mm. or not. Mm. Mm. That we need to, to, to sit down and look at what can we do about it. Uh, here we're talking about the previous results. I spoke about results. Results, it's not a thing that you win today, you draw next week, you lose the other game, then you say it's square, it's square no problem. Mm. That is not the wrong thinking, it's the way, wrong way of taking it. Results, we're talking about consistency. You got to win four, five games. And if you look, example, look at our uh, in our league, Sundowns. Sundowns, they used to have a very few people in the stands. But today, what's happening? Mm. They got a lot of followers because of the consistency in their results. So I think we, what we need to do, I wouldn't want to tell the, the, the coach and his technical committee what to do. Firstly, get those players. You unify them, make them one thing. Let us stop the coaches from talking to the players you go to the players and you say to your player, it's either or not. Mm. The player doesn't believe in himself. Am I right or am I wrong? If I don't do right, I'm out. Give them confidence. Make them say, feel the same way as friends. They've got to know that if we, we lose this game, how many people have we let down in the stadium? So I think those are some of the things. There are a lot of things that we need to talk about try to help Papana Papana to get back into their watchable. And, and, and coach, let me stick with you because you, you also mentioned talking to the players. Now, this talk that you would then have to the players, um, do you then have to start it with the coaches of these players? Because, I mean, you're trying to have their philosophy, you're trying to have your philosophy and their philosophy try to imagine. What's the approach that you then have? Are you building relationships with these, with these coaches? for these players or you're just having an approach where you'll just select the players and hope that they will blend in into the national team and their philosophy that you're trying to approach i think the biggest thing is it's about the plan what what is our plan in 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 trying to achieve greater things and there are a lot of things that we need not to bring under this plan one is the one that say at least if we can get to the semi-finals what that is all about. You don't talk like that. I mean, when we start our plan, need to shoot us up there. We must make our players feel confident that there's nobody that will stand in front of them. And when they lose the game, they, 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 need, they need not to say, ah, we'll see next time. It's got to be a very serious thing to say, next game, nothing but win. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing that we need to do. Like, coming back again. Let's paint these players. Give them an opportunity to talk to the coach. There must be that discussion. Allow them to, to, to put down how do they see things. How, how, how are they going to do this and why should they do that? It's only three questions. When, why and how. Mm-hmm. If you don't have those kind of questions, you're going to suffer. You'll have problems. I mean, football now of late it's got a lot of ways of approach you've got 
building from the 18 area. You have you seen the keepers nowadays? They know what they play in the six yards, six mm. yards. Build up that gives people confidence to play. Number two, it's which are your best players that you have in the team? Encourage them to to to, to employ their different skills. If you have a good dribbler, if he manages to dribble a player, what does it mean to us? Minus one in the defense. Mm. Encourage them, encourage them, so that as we go on, we must know that if we have so and so on the right and on the left, and here, this is what. The last one is how quick do they get into the opposition's uh, uh, penalty box? Mm. If we don't go there, we're not shaking the, the, the opposition. So players must be made aware. What are the importance of us playing this kind of a system? You don't go to players and say, ah, we play 2-2, two, 2-4, two, two, four, two, four, and then you out. Because those 4-2-4 four, four positions, they've got different responsibilities. What I like today, most of the team, there's not much pressure. There's not much pressure. Which is Bafana is slaking. When we get the ball, we always lose it quickly. And when the opposition gets the ball, we allow them to play. We 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 quick into running into our own half mm. to go and regroup. Mm. And that means the opposition comes into our own half. Rather than trying to close them down here, close them down here, force them to play back, not to play up front quickly. Two games that I watched. I can't still remember what was it. We were punished. We were punished. After we attacked, we lost the ball. It ended up in the back of our net. So those are the things that we've got to sit down and look at. Yeah, um, coach is bringing in, <clears throat> excuse me, is bringing in a lot of insight. And Domain, look, coach is now laying the foundation and say what this is what it is that we need. Now, let me ask you from the media point of view, and a lot of people have felt that maybe there isn't um, pressure from, from you guys in terms of asking the right questions, in terms of trying to get to the right answers. Do you then feel that you probing and asking these questions would then help um, better the performance of the team? And I'm talking about the. I'm not only talking about the questions in the in the Safa or, or Bafana Bafana press conferences, but I'm talking about in general throughout the DSTV Premiership and the lower leagues. Because when coaches are asked the right questions, they have to provide the right answers. Is the media doing enough to put in pressure and and, and try and sort out and alleviate this issue of, of Bafana 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 and coaches being held accountable? Is the media doing enough? Yeah, I'd yeah. say yes. Are they could they do more? I'd say yes. I think I think also because the national team and, and our football in general is such a sensitive space. Um and as much as you would want to to ask the right questions, like you said, sometimes the right answers are not the ones that are forthcoming. Um mm-hmm. for example, I'll, I'll I'll give you an example, Cox. Um in March, we reported in Sokola Duma that the play in June we reported that the players were yet to be paid for the games they played in March, right? Which means the payments were three months late. And the responses that we received, number one was threats, threats mm. to be taken to the, the ombudsman. Mm. And number two, there was no transparency with regards to that. 
Now, we in October, remember we reported this in June, we in October, four months later, and Hugo Bros today comes out and says there are problems, there are still lingering problems. So had the problems been addressed in June, because the questions were asked, had those been addressed in June, then maybe in October we don't sit with the same issue. Mm. Likewise, with the, with the issue of stadiums, Cox, um, you, fi- you find that they're struggling to secure venues for Bafana, Bafana and Gauteng now. Why? Because there is a debt on, on Safa's behalf of, of around $3 million, if I'm not mistaken. Now, these are, these are all questions asked, and yet the relevant parties are not coming forward with the answers. Coach Hugo Bruce also said something in his press conference today, which are so important. He says that in other countries, the league would adjust to the national team. But in our country, the national team has to adjust to the league. I'll give mm-hmm. you an example. Um, so Bafana is starting AFCON in January, right? Um, the coach says at the end of last season, he had written a, a letter to the PSL saying, can the, can the PSL please end a few days earlier, a week earlier, to give the players some break before uh, they, re- they recommence for, for Bafana Bafana? says that his letter was ignored, and when he checked, the league is finishing on the 30th and the 31st of December, which doesn't give our players much rest. So it says to me that there's very little consideration from, from our league for the national team, and from perhaps we we need more people to be held accountable. And you're right, as the media, as the members of a fourth estate, it's our jobs to continue asking the questions and not just ask the questions. Co- Coach Sheikh Mashaba said something so important. He said that they, we need to sell Bafana um, to the public. That's something mm. that I feel I'm doing enough as a media. Something that I feel we could be doing more, but also. We need to have something to sell, Cox. You don't you don't just decide to wake up tomorrow and and and, and sell socks in the heart of summer. You you there needs to be number one performance, like Coach Sheikh said so rightfully. There needs to be consistent performances, and there needs to be a reason. People are spending the hard-earned money, Cox, to go mm-hmm. to the stadiums. Many of whom are traveling from far, which is an extra cost. And when they get there. You find that the performance is not satisfactory, neither is the result. So, in as much as we we have the responsibility to sell our national team, our national team also has the responsibility to be worth selling. Um, and, and, and that's something that for the last few, okay, maybe recently there's been a bit more optimism, like I said, but in the last few years there hasn't been much to sell. In fact, when, when there is a dilemma, Cox, and when there is issues, that's when Bafana become more of a selling point. So often you, you hear that when we speak about other national teams, I'm speaking about the cricket, I'm speaking about the rugby, I'm even speaking about Banyana Banyana. There's always that comparison with Bafana to say that can Bafana follow in, in, in their footsteps? Can Bafana replicate what these other national teams are doing? You know, so I think, I think yes. We definitely can do more and we should do more. But also, Cox, um, we need people to to take accountability, many of whom aren't at the moment. 
and then also in terms of, in terms of the team we we honestly need the team to put out, to put their hands up and say that listen we are giving you the performances and your your attendance at the stadium is really warranted i like that and i like that honesty in your in your answer um now you've mentioned something about payments and let me put this to coach uh, coach mashaba and ask him um coach how important is it to have bonuses sorted out before any tournament begins and does the, the you know the, the 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 you knowing rather that everything else has been sorted out administratively make it easier for you to perform in a tournament or to plan and know which players you're going to be taking and they're satisfied man let me say i've been listening and i heard what our media has to say is there Listen, I'll come back to the bonus things. This is what kills our uh, sort of like our momentum because we always go to matches with the second year. Everybody feels bad because of all what you're talking about. But what I'm saying now, what we need to do, and this includes, it talks about the South African South African football offices and then it goes to the media. Media and SAFA. There's this problem. Whenever there's a press conference, it opens on a very negative way. The question that comes first most of the times is why didn't you have Sheikh Mashaba in the lineup? rather than us talking about the plan of the coach first. You know, the media need to be informative to the national team. To say, you are playing a team that is strong on such and such ways, in this ways, what are your plans to counter that? We don't even get those kind of questions. If they do come, they come late when there's now a lot of, uh, you know, people heating up, uh, boiling up and all that. Mm. But what I'm saying, coming back now to the question, it, that goes without saying. That goes without saying. Though the problem of bonuses, it's not only in South Africa. We mustn't make it an issue like it's with us. A lot of countries are having that problem. But the, the thing is, the difference is they handle it amicably. It mustn't leak to, to, to other people. Yes, by right. Yes, they, I mean, it goes without saying. It goes without saying. When the picture comes out, the SAFA, the technical committee, must sit together, discuss. We are playing this team, and what are the, uh, 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 the possibility of getting fans on the stands and all that? Because that's what will make life easy. If we get fans on the bumps on the seats, definitely the the, the bonus question won't be a big problem. But if we don't have, we'll keep talking about it because I, 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 I can't say as, as, as a CEO and say, we're going to pay you so much when I'm not sure where that will where will that money come from. But we need to, to do it. Sit down before the game, call the players. I mean, this thing, of, uh, I'll come back to it, this thing of a uh, country versus and clubs, mm. it must come to end. That's what is killing the, the, the national team. And people will start saying, with the coach, we've got a lot of players. Why you complain about that player? 
He's got plans. We must understand he's got plans. And his plans are asking me to get one, two, three, four to play in these positions so that we achieve what, 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 what he wants. So what I'm saying is the media, staff, and the players, we need to come together. We need to come together. Let us, uh, I, I, hear, I hear he says they, they've got to sell the newspaper as well. Mm. I know the media approach. They say if it does not meet, it doesn't make news. Can you imagine if we got to always, they, they, they won't be looking for positive things. What please is going to be negative things? Let them go away from that thing of saying if it doesn't bleed, it won't sell. Let us look at it and say this is what we want to do. And then, of course, once we take that that, that way, we, we, it's going to help both of us to be transparent to one another. There's nothing to hide. Sometimes when we, 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 we call the press conference, we need to bring so-and-so. So-and-so is not there because we're talking and dying. Rather than solving problems, going out to the public and say, this is our plan, and how are we going to de- make it a point that this plan succeed? I I hear you, coach. I hear you. Um, and before I give I've, I give Domain um, the right to reply, um, I also want to highlight the issue of venues. You are about to go into a tournament. Um, you know the climate of that tournament, but at the same time, you're you are trying to build a fan base and you are trying to grow the people that will be attending in the stadium. Would you then prefer if these matches be spread around the country? Because a lot of fans are complaining that these matches are concentrated only in Johannesburg. Or would you then try and allocate a place where you'd say this sort of meets the environment that I'll be playing in. It sort of meets the climate that I'll be playing in. I'm identifying this and trying to play as many of, of, of my of, of, of my matches or, or preparation leading into the tournament as possible. What would then your approach be? Let, let, let me come in quickly. This is a simple thing. One, you need to have your slaughter camp. You need to have your slaughter camp knowing that when we play here, it's our home ground and we know the size. I know when I'm here, when I chip the ball to that area, how, how, how quick we will recover. And so you need to have a slaughter camp. Because if you're going to chop and change, if you're going to chop and change, you're going to have problems. The players won't be able to master the measurements of the field. Because some field, are, uh, extra with some two whatever and then others are smaller you look at the penalty boxes you look at the goal area even the keepers don't have that much to go out today my, my my thinking is let's get a field that we say this is our food. like for instance to make an example we, we're having a fnb where we always make that could be bafana bafana home ground Yes, we will accept to say Congo are coming here and they are playing maybe normally in a hot area. I'm supporting what you say. Let's take them to Kiani. 
because they are used to cold area or whatever. Let's take them to Gien, but it's not all the fixtures. Today you play here, then more. No, that's not with that. I'm not with that. We need to have our slaughter camp. Yes, after we have identified our slaughter camp, we will definitely visit. That's another way of selling the team, you understand, to our people. Because people will like to have shoulders with the players in their areas. Domain, coach has given us the insight. Yes. Um, I'm giving you the right of reply because he's put it out to you as the media and, and says it doesn't necessarily have to be negative all the time. And he feels that you, 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 you're more on, on, on focus in terms of bringing out negative news instead of bringing out objective news. Um, what's your take on that? Cooks, I am I'm listening to the coach and I acknowledge everything that is being said and, and he makes valid points. However, he started off uh, his, his comment by saying that we need to be informative as the media. Now, informative means to provide both sides of the coin, both the positive and the negative. Um, a lot of what has been happening with regards to Bafana recently has been positive. That doesn't mean that because everything is, is, is positive now, there are no negatives. We still have an issue of stadiums. We still have an issue of certain players um, being overlooked. I'll give you an example. So, so one thing that the media always asks, the selection of Nico Mobi, not because he's a bad player, but because... There are certain players like a Sailor Mudao who, according to what we see week in and week out, is performing at a much higher level. So naturally, there are those questions. Likewise, the bonus issue. These are all unfortunately negative aspects that need to be addressed. Um, yes, there's there's a lot to be positive about. Um, Coach Pizzo, in, in an interview, he did an interview with Abu Dhabi TV and he said that a big problem with Bafana before 2020, 2021 was that they kept chopping and changing coaches. They've solved that now because they, we've had the same coach for the past two years. So that is something to be positive about. Likewise, we've qualified for the AFCON. Another thing to be positive about. You know, we've beaten Morocco. So these are we have we have more and more players that are playing the trade abroad. If you look, we have some of the players playing in the top five leagues in Europe. Yes, we want more. But I mean, we, we are making progress. So yes, there, there are positives. But I feel like our job is twofold in the sense that we dig for the negatives, if there is, because a lot of the times these are things that are swept under the carpet. And it is our responsibility as members of the media, to inform the public of what is happening. Mm. And then there's also stuff that is put in front of our faces because in Afrikaans, there's a saying that says, Odi Blankan Boer, meaning that the shiny stuff would be the stuff that's on top and that's the stuff that's, that's always put in our faces. So, mm. yes, we accept that, we run with it and, and, and we amplify it, but it, it also then means, as, as with anything else, is that we deal with the with the negative issues. Unfortunately, sometimes the negative issues overshadow the positive ones. But it's 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 a double-edged sword. Um, the industry that we are in, folks. 
Coach, let me focus on the question that he would say would come up uh, more often. And and he mentioned a player, and, and I have to use the example because it's what he brought up. He mentions um, Nico Mobi being questioned uh, all the time because maybe he feels that there would be other players um, maybe more deserving in, in, in his place. We've seen in the past, you've had your trusted soldiers and um, Dunula being one of them. Is it then up to the coach to say, look, these are my trusted soldiers. My job is on the line and I'm going to stick to these players because I believe they can bring in, they can do the best for the country. Or, or as you have mentioned, coach, before, you had said in your national team, I remember you making the statement very clear. You said anyone with the green barcoded ID or passport can play for the team. What, what would you then do in that case, coach? Yep. Uh, I, I, I go about missing our my friend there. There's something he has just said. Uh, I was interested. Who be son? I don't know what. what. Uh, I think those are the things we've got to look at. You know, you're talking about your soldiers. This is the same as establishing your field that you want to play on because you'll be knowing what's happening. If you look at the question of Ndulula, we didn't look much from him, but we knew he can hit the net at any time. Mm. We've got to build up, build up for him and play it there. I would like to make an example again about fandoms. Mm. If they put the Shalulule there up front, it's chaos. Mm. It's chaos, no matter how difficult the defense is, because they know how to play for him. So this is what I'm saying. Every team that you say, this team is going to be the right team for this play. We play in Nigeria. And the strong point of Nigeria, they are big boys and they are arrogant and they can run. So we're not going to follow that. We want to match them pound for pound. You know, we've got to look at how do we dismantle that defense here. Mm. We can put a, a, a small person there. Can run in and out. There was a striker who forgot the name. He played for Super Sport. A striker. We used to bring that man because when you have a player like that in the in the in the in the in the, in the attacking area, you're forcing the the, the 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 defending team to have two or three players on him. Mm. If you don't have. You have people who are idling because then there is no pressure. The, the central defense will run with the ball, the right back will run. But if you've got a, a player like that in that area, you force them to say central defender sweep on the, on the sweeping area. You guys, one on the right, one on the left. So it's minus three people. There are three uh, spaces that are, are open for us now. So that is why I am saying it doesn't matter who you, who, who you have in the team. And it's not what you have in the team that will bring you results. No. It's what, what can they do? Do they understand the system, the approach that the technical committee has laid on them? And you need, you know, there's other times when players feel things are difficult. You say it's an injury. I don't know whether people have noticed that. Because things are not going our way, 
they don't want to be blamed that the team didn't do well. You don't need such players in the team. We need people who die on the field with their boots on. So I think I think there is that uh, agreement between the media and the technical staff. The only thing is, I still go back the opening of the of the of the of the press conference. Most of the times, it's about negative things. We see you not playing PK on the left. Why? Then you've got to start again and talk KK and it, it takes time rather than saying coach we're playing a team that's strong on the flanks what's your play that gives someone oomph to lay down and put what he has planned for the coming game mm. ladies and gentlemen um, I am about to open the lines for the last 15 minutes of our conversation this is a conversation that we're having between Sokala Dumajono uh, Dalmain Fever and as well as coach Sheikhs Mashaba. You're more than welcome to request. I am going to take your request and give you an opportunity to ask questions. I am also seeing questions that have been sent to me and I'll put them forward to the coach. Domain, there's also something that the media does and, I, and maybe maybe the coach will agree with me, but later on I'll give him a chance. There's something that the media does, Domain, and where every time there's a tournament, there's a big tournament, all of a sudden, they start mentioning names of, of players that were never in the fold, uh, players that would be playing abroad, irrespective of the team that they'd be playing for. And it's as if they, it's, they're marketing those players to now suddenly be included in the team because there's a major tournament coming in. Are you of the view that that is something that we need to shy away from, um, allow the coach to pick and choose the players that he wants? Or... Do you feel that you are bringing the attention of those players from wherever, whichever country that they'll be playing from so that the coach can be aware in terms of what's happening? Those uh, Cox. I, I would say, is it it's for me or what? Uh, it's for Dalmain. I'll give you a chance after, after Dalmain, coach. No, that's fine. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, okay. Not a problem. No problem, coach. Um, this one can be answered in two ways. And I think there are two answers to your question, Cox. One is that the media should never dictate to the coach who should and who shouldn't be selected for his team. There, there are certain things that the coaches are privy to that we would never know. Um, you know, they say what happens in the change room is sacred and it never leaves those four walls. And similarly, the players are human beings, stuff that we don't see. You find that on the day, a player is not feeling well, a player's attitude is not right, and the coach is the one who sees this. So obviously the coach would then make his selections based on that, based on, like the coach said, you know what a certain player can give you, you know what Ndulula can give you, that even if he's not scoring at his team, if Ndulula comes to the national team, he can score. So you know as a coach, hence you you'd select him over a striker, who is scoring left, right and centre, but you know that he might not be able to replicate that when he comes to the national team. So, so hence, hence the selection of Lipasa, I mean, which, is, which has now been justified because he was being selected for the national team when he wasn't scoring. And if you look now, he's scoring goals left, right and centre. Similarly to Kulu, who didn't even have a club when he was selected for the national team. And if you look now, he's one of the top defenders in the country again. Similar to Moby. Um, 
so so number we can't tell the coach who to select um the coach knows much more than us we only see things from the outside but the people who see it from the inside is is the coach and his technical staff the second point is often when you see a player being marketed as you put it you might find that it's because we have certain factions of the media that are following these players abroad that are aware of their progress and perhaps we feel that they are being overlooked um for the national teams one such example would be uh there's a boy who's playing in Sweden Tashrik um I get get to his name now he was he was with Borussia Dortmund um he's in Sweden now scoring goals been named in team of the week week after week we it's almost as if to us we see that there's a lack of scouting especially for players that are playing abroad you look at someone like like gift links who's playing in one of the toughest leagues abroad and he's someone that is being overlooked so often cox when you find a player being marketed or when you find a bit more publicity um about a certain player it's it's almost to alert um the national team and the selectors to the player it doesn't always work um sometimes you get it wrong for example we had a strike i don't know if you remember him from leeds um cox david soma i do I and, do. and and there were lots of people calling for david soma's inclusion the national team when he came he didn't contribute much you know what i'm saying the same with with someone like lars feldweg who was playing in holland is playing in japan now um he was scoring goals regularly for his team over there but when he came to the national team he couldn't replicate that so yes there are times when certain players who aren't in the fold gets called and um it it doesn't work out but there are also time where times where players are marketed and they come and they do make a big big difference um i'll give you an example um sipepelo sitole yaya as they call him So so he's he's not a player that typically was in the national team fold however he got enough publicity and I mean this is someone that Jose Mourinho um took note of and he singled him out in a match so if 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 if, if the player is good enough to be spotted by Mourinho then why not our national team you know what I'm saying so so in 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 that instance you'd find a bit more publicity heading Yaya's way not because we not because we we are marketing marketing him but because we feel like the certain players who are due a call up call them it's 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 nice to look at them from abroad but call them come and see what they're made of and we we obviously want our best players to play for the national team and if this is someone who can come and make a difference then why not so two two ways really to answer your question cox uh, um the player that just to go back to that issue of the player that you wanted to that's Tashrik Matthews um the one that's playing in in Sweden so coach look let's talk about this very same thing um as a coach how do you then feel when you are constantly bombarded with questions or about a certain player that would be playing abroad and be um, mainly because of maybe they're doing great abroad and I, and also i'm asking you this question because you you mentioned something very important when you said the guys in the press conference would not even ask you what your approach is but they would be asking you who you didn't play and maybe they'd only be recommending that player if they knew the the style of play that you're willing to impose instead of calling players and they come here and they flop let me start off by saying 
good idea, but it's 50-50. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be sitting out of the 20 players that you want to call, you'll be sitting with, let's say, 12 that are playing abroad. Because the media is recommending this for you. Mm. I would take it this way. The media need to approach Safa. We've got what we call a technical director. We've got a CEO. Call them in a meeting and say, hey, man, we've got this number of players playing abroad. Is our coach aware of those players? Mm. If the answer is no, the question must be, why not? Because we're talking about scouting. Because there's a danger. We can bring in names of players who are playing abroad. But how many games do they play at a certain period? When you've got a player at home here who plays each and every game and is doing well, that alone we need to sit down and look at it and understand what is actually happening. The question of scouting is something else. We, we've got to understand that when we scout and when we come with names, it's not to say play this player because he's playing there and what, what. We bring the player, we give the record of the player, and the coach sits down with his technical staff. Last, we played two games, and this was our problem, and this was our problem. Why don't you bring this player and look at these players? Not to say all the players that come there, they need to be uh, played because they come up with a certain... And while we're still there, while we're still here, there is a question of the of the agents. We gotta watch out about that. That thing, even at club level, that thing has become a thorn now. Mm. Because there are players who are not playing because they are not under a stable of certain uh, media. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, scouting people. We need to sit down and look at, say, assign people. Maybe in, in case that we have people who will be able to watch games day by day when the picture is on. In maybe Pumalanga, there are games we've got people who, are, who, are, who will give a report, not recommend. Just give a report. These players want to report. They wear these jeans. They play for this team. Let's look at them. Let's have an eye on them. Not to say the coach travel all these games. How many games is he going to watch in a season mm. if he wants to introduce the, 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 the games overseas? Mm. It's, we need to have a, a structure that really makes it a point that all areas are covered. I mean, I'm listening now to, to say the media is following up certain players every now and then. And when people come and recommend that because you are not... You are not informed about that player. You are not told about that player. You 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 start now speculating. Oh, it's because you like this player and you don't like that player. But if the media brings a name with our technical team here, find that those names are there. The two of them. It makes everyone's life easy. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, um, you are more than welcome to request. The lines are open. Um, I am going to be taking a few questions. Um, from. The ones that have been sent through earlier on coach i got asked if if you are still available as a coach and um 
if you are approached locally by a team, for example, Kaiser Chiefs, is it something that you would look at doing? Uh, listen, Chief. Football is my is in my blood. Mm. If everybody comes to me with confidence, of course, not trying to test me with confidence, I'm available. I will definitely help where they need help. Very straightforward. And uh, Coach Siama Loka says I must send his regards. Um, he's he's a huge fan of yours. Uh, I'm just forwarding through the regards. Now, Domain, look, Coach is mentioning issues of agents and the influence that they have. And there's been... People have, ha- have been having... The, there's been this undertone where agents are low-key using the media to try and push probably agenda. Do you think that alone would it, 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 it smears the, the credibility of, of the journalists in general and would then put the spotlight on you guys to say uh, is this a genuine question that's being asked or is, is there some sort of an agenda that's being pushed the genuine question that's being asked Cox um, football there's three main stakeholders the clubs which includes the players coaches um, club owners, etc. So the clubs, the supporters, with whom, without if there's no supporters, there's no football. And then also, let, let's say four, the media, obviously, and agents, unfortunately, is one. Unfortunately, because there are some genuinely good agents around who work for the best interests of the players. If you look at the players, um, during their careers, after their careers, they were taken care of because these are reputable people who take care of them and who have the best interests at heart. There's a lot that I can mention, um, but we genuinely have good agents. Many of them now have passed the FIFA exam, so they're legal agents. You know that mm-hmm. there was that, that law passed now that if you don't write the exam, then you, you are unable to practice. Or if you are practicing, it would be so illegally, right? Mm-hmm. So So... There definitely is the element of agents. That one, you can't deny. It's been there from long before we were born, and it continues to be there today. So that that is an issue. So you find that certain players, because they belong to a certain stable, have preference over others because you find that that coach is aligned with a certain stable. You find that a lot of our players, which we still see, don't have agents per se. But there's an uncle who's been following his career from the time he was in the development ranks up until professional. So that uncle is then called, Malume, I'm going to sign for so-and-so. Please, can you come and sign on my behalf? So it's not necessarily someone who's a qualified agent, but it's more an advisor. We have a lot of those. So because a lot of these advisors, Cox, are, are not as well known as our pertinent agents, what mm. happens is that you find a lot of the players don't necessarily, even though they get selected, don't necessarily start matches or they don't feature in matches because they because they don't they don't have that connection with the coach and they don't have that line. So I think what <laughs> it's it's something that needs to be addressed. Um, it's something that obviously needs to be looked into. Yes. If, if anyone comes to you, Cox, and they say that 
there's no there's no age there's no journalist there's no media representatives who speak to agents they are lying to you we are on the phone calls with agents every day mm. similarly we are on the phone with with players every day that's where the that's where the news comes from if we're being completely honest a lot of agents prefer to to do the work then speak a lot of agents speak and then because now the 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 train is in motion then they they are able to work you know so it's a relationship cuz it's a give and take relationship where with with the media you find that it's our bread and butter that's where the stories come from cuz also let's be honest you're not always going to get the honesty from the clubs you're not always going to get the honesty from the associations but the people who know are the agents so you need to service the agents and then what what they do in turn is they they get the traction for the players they say publicity then you're able to get the endorsements you're able to get the extra stuff outside of the football so it should be it should be a relationship that should be used in a positive way cox not not to influence selection and not to to be biased towards any player uh, if maybe i don't know your agent i'm not going to write about you it shouldn't be that it should literally be one where there's a there's a a mutually beneficial relationship between the media um agents the players and the clubs because that's that's how it's supposed to be there's not one of us that can exist without the other um we need each other cox to 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 we coexist and it's very difficult for one to exist without the other and let me let me cut you off there and i'm sorry to do that uh, but for the sake of time we do have people that have requested and they they are on the mic uh, i want to give them a chance so that they can ask their questions walter um 10 seconds quickly for the sake of time please pose your question All right walter your mic is muted um i'm going to have to move on yeah carry on walter oh sorry um I think to Cox I uh, wasn't aware that my mic is off. No, um my question I think is sorry I I I thought I was going to address the um, the topic I didn't know I was, I was going to ask a question. But since you guys are talking about agents then I think the question that comes to mind very quickly is to also find out that if you saying if you guys are actually saying that agents are playing a big big role in the kind of players that are selected uh then how how are we are able to say that we are ready for the afcon because are you, are you guys saying that maybe my question would pose is saying that the agents play a bigger role in the kind of players that we are seeing now in how are the players being selected as opposed to being selected for maybe their performances and them deserving to be uh, in the squad yeah thanks cox Thanks Walter. Um I'll push through your question to to coach but before I do that let me take a question or a comment quickly from Mpo. Uh good evening Cox, uh, Faves and the coach. Uh just uh, by the way watching a David Beckham uh, documentary. Even Sir Alex Ferguson wanted David Beckham to belong to a certain agent. But my question is on the administration side is that when you hearing stories of lack of payment and all those things from a coaching perspective how despondent is the, how how does that affect the team because surely the coach should be dealing with just playing matters coaches should not be 
mediating between players being paid and every other thing. How can the administration be able to help the coach in terms of making sure that such are not a coaching issue? Rather, the coach gets there, we talk tactics, and we talk about winning games. Coach, I'm going to push that to you. Yeah, uh, you're talking about the first question. Correct. Let me start with that one quickly. Uh, you know, when, when, when you are in camp, you don't need things that will disturb you and the team. There are times when you'll find that two, two days in a row, there's, there's meetings about the bonuses. And you as a coach, you don't want to go in there because you now we're working on building up the family. And now if you're going to start indulging in some other things like bosses, you're going to spread confidence from some, other, some of the players. You write the administration. They've got to sit down and say, look, this is what we want to do. For this game that is coming, this is what we're giving you. We're not going to, 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 to come up with funny things or whatever. And it's not a coach's job to take that to the players. It is the admin's work to go and sit down with the players. Guys, this is what we want to do. And then give the feedback to the coach. This is what we've discussed. And this is what we've done with our players. And I heard him post saying, uh, talking about backers and uh, the coach when United, yeah. When he says the coach, yeah, we say the coach went to the scouter to say, listen, this player take him to so and so. Those are the kind of things we don't want. Let me take you back. You know, in the clubs, people who used to bring players is the fans, people who stayed in the townships, people who know these boys. They bring them to the club and introduce them. And most of those players that I know, they were fireworks. Today, there's a former coach or what, what, if I go and recommend a player, then no, 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 not this one, from, not from there. Because he's not brought by a certain person. That, that's what we need to guard against with disturbing the progress of the coaches. Mm-hmm. And, coach, um, we are about to wrap up now. We're about to close the space. But I want to find out, because Walter asked if agents are going to be having an influence uh, in terms of playing personnel. Can we then confidently say we are ready? We are AFCON ready? Or then would we then have to sort out the issue then first and then move on, progress forward and say maybe the next AFCON and stuff like that? The danger of this thing, KK, Players know about these things. That, that player is playing because of so-and-so. It's not to say he's better than me. And that breaks the team spirit in the whole team. Because the next time the coach calls the team in the lineup, two players walk into their toilets or whatever. Because they're not happy. This man is not better than us. And we know that this man was brought into the team by so-and-so. We don't say we mustn't have agents, understand me. 
We need people who scout players, but it must be honest people, and they must all be on the same level. If uh, 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 agent A brings a player and agent K brings a player, there must be that competition between those two players. It mustn't just be uh, taking a horse to the river, and mm. even if it doesn't mm. succeed, you keep mm. on playing. Mm. But what, 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 what can we say? What can we say about this? It, it's something that uh, needs to be discussed because even even clubs, even managers in the clubs, they are involved already in this kind of a thing. If you sit today and say we will win the Afcon Cup, you're wasting time because most of the players that are playing in the teams they are not the right type of players that we need moving forward. Hmm. Right, ladies and gentlemen, um, unfortunately, we have come to the end of the space. Um, Muzi, um, I see your request. Unfortunately, I can't take it. So, um, 10 seconds, quickly, I'm going to sneak you in uh, via the back door. Ask your question or comment quickly, quickly. Okay, thank you and greetings to everyone, the coach uh, and the host and uh, the Delmain there. Uh, yes, my question, just quickly. Uh, coach, there is a generation of players. I think they that played in the Under-17 World Cup. Uh, I, I think it was around 2014. Now, I, my expectation was that majority of the, those players, depending on their talent, because majority of the, those players were very much talented, and I and I I, I thought like the succession planning was gonna be done around those players, especially in the Afcon that we are going to now. I'm worried that I see less of those players that that have been in the national team from under 17, under 20, and under 23 now missing in the system. So I, as far as uh, player progression is concerned, how do we enhance enhance it to ensure that the players mm. don't get lost within the system? Because some of the players even struggle to make it to their first teams because some don't have agents, some they are just left there. There's no one to take care of them and ensure that they progress and up to, to up to this stage so how do we invest in player progression all right coach uh quickly how do we then um make sure that there's progression uh, from uh, uh, yes thanks kk and mostly i spoke about the question of a technical director because that's the person who must set up structures the succession plan must come from his office this is what we want to do what is he saying now i coached under 20 and under 20 went to under 23 we played all the finals but none of those players went to the senior national team it's shocking because these players have played in big tournaments we we went into the olympics 2000 we went into a cup final in, in, in Nigeria, in, in that Zambia, but none of those players, none of those players were put into the into the senior national team. Mm. All right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, we've come to the end of our space. Um, I am going to give closing remarks to both the coach and, and, and Domain. Domain, let me start with you. Um, are we AFCON ready? Sum it up. Um, can we expect to at least get out of the group stages and something happen in the co- in the knockout phases? Folks, are we FCON ready? I'd say almost. Um, there's a few interruptions that, is, that are preventing us from being fully ready. But I think that come January, we should be ready. There's no excuses. We're going to find out who our opponents are tonight. And that will determine whether we, we, we make it out of the group or not. 
but I'm confident. Um, there's there's a there's an air of positivity around this current Bafana that gives me a lot a lot of optimism. And and I used to be one of Bafana's biggest critics, but even I'm feeling optimistic about it. To be honest, Cox. So quite excited about the tournament. Quite excited about the draw. And also we need to we need to gear that excitement by winning the 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 two matches against um, firstly against Eswatini and Ivory Coast, which is the friendlies, and then in November against Benin and Rwanda. Um, that will really set the tone, Cox, for what we expect to be to be a very successful AFCON. Coach, are we AFCON ready? Uh, I wouldn't say we are ready because of what is actually happening. Number one is the biggest problem, club versus country. I mean, clubs must be open when a coach says I need this player. We once did such a thing when we are still sponsored by uh, Sassol with the under-23s. We requested special camps twice in a week, maybe they come. Going into the AFCON, we need a solid team. We need a team that we say they live together, they understand each other, they know what is expected of them. And what I let me close up, what I heard from the other side, my colleague, that most of the things... If the media and SAFA could sit together and address those things, then the, the things will go right. Thank you very much, Coach. Ladies and gentlemen, you've taken your time. You've listened in. I know we went over a bit of extra time, but yeah, it does happen. Football matters. Thank you for taking your time and listening in. And I hope we have some sort of an idea in terms of where we are with the national team and the AFCON. The AFCON draw will be taking place this evening. Uh, in about an hour's time, just under an hour's time. I do hope we get a favorable draw. I do believe that we are, have players that are performing optimally at their teams. And if the issue of club versus country can be sorted out, and as it was said, the national team takes priority, then teams are, are circled around the national team's needs, then there could be progress. The AFCON will start in January. There's still a bit of time to prepare. And the fact that I have these two gentlemen here to discuss what is happening, I'm very grateful for that. Remember to treat the people that you love right. I love you all. Cheers, cheers.
to dance. And I just couldn't get it. So I refused to call her mother. I called her lady. And she accepted that. I learned that love heals. Not sentimentality, but love.
Thank you.